I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. from a Veruca pool here on the 304th floor of Paradise Towers, here on a planet that can't even be bothered to have a name. We present a wheezing, groaning sound, rumoured to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence to be made by three men in primary coloured jumpsuits simultaneously trying to beat off a Henry Over. <laughs> I am poor Yellow Kang Litchfield. And joining me as ever are Tom D2-3899 subsection 7 Neenan and a Rezzy in a Fezzy because I bought it for him as a Prezzy John <laughs> so throw yourself down a fire escape because Paradise Towers is shit <laughs> <laughs> asphyxiate yourself with a bin liner because Paradise Towers is shit <laughs> and remember that Paradise Towers is shit because Paradise Towers is shit. Because it's time to visit Paradise Towers. Because it's shit. I can't wait for the scores later. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, chaps. Hello. Hello. Just when we thought it couldn't get any worse than Happiness Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? And we, it's often been said between Hoovians, I think even Tom has mentioned this before, that <laughs> these two, the uh, Paradise Towers and... Um, Happiness or Trove are almost exactly the same point yeah, of the story. I've always yes. thought that. Yeah. Yeah. But people always think Paradise Towers slightly pips it and being Ooh. a little bit better. I'm not entirely sure about mm, that. No. It's a bit like saying, what would you rather be repeatedly hit in the face with? <laughs> a cricket bat or a baseball bat? And you're going, oh, oh, well, I'm British, so give me the crack of the willow on me noggin. It just... <laughs> anyway, before we, before we get into mm. the community service that is this conversation, yes. let me tell you a little bit about what was happening on television on the 5th of October, 1987. Oh, oh it started off, as all good BBC shows started off, with... C-Fax! Followed, <laughs> followed by Breakfast TV, News and Weather. Nice. And then at 9.25, Comic Roots. Roy Hudd goes back to his native Croydon and meets Dickie Pounds. Who oh, <laughs> was a porn star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the bang bus. <laughs> sure, tell me, Dickie, how long have you been a porn star then? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then that was and that um, was followed by something called Open Air. Oh. Eamon Holmes opens up the telephone lines to TV viewers and tries to persuade TV programmers to answer the questions. Oh, God, so is it easy? They're talking about how... What is his latest conspiracy, Eamon Holmes? He's like, maybe he's an anti-vaxxer, isn't he, or something? Portuguese he's an girl. anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's done an he's done an advert recently for some foot massager with his uh, wife Ruth, and it's mm-hmm. the most wooden piece of utter tripe you've ever. Seen. <laughs> I urge you to find it on YouTube. I mean, it it's has to so be, funny. It has to be said. 
He's punching there, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean he's pun- <laughs> I'm not, not saying he's punching her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It took me a while no, to wait, her. wait, wait, yeah. wait. I mean, wait. he's yeah. he's he's I doing so. all right. I think that yeah. Ruth is uh, Ruth is absolutely exceptional, and mm. she's lumbered yeah. with um, <laughs> Winnie with the Amen. Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh that smells at eel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So there's, there's there's some guff going on, but then at um, one fifty five, a film mm. called The Vessels of Wrath. Ooh. A comedy. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where and it just says this, where Charles Lawton plays a man called Ginger Ted, a snuffless beachcomber with a taste for alcohol and women. Ginger oh, Ted. Ginger, Ginger Ted. Ted. A snutless, a snutless was, beachcomber. That was the name of Nookie Bear, wasn't it? Snutless. <laughs> Brilliant. Shut up, snutless. <laughs> oh, dear. And then uh, 20 past three was favourite things. <laughs> Sir John Mills oh. talks about some of his favourite things. <laughs> okay. Wow. He also reveals his diet. <laughs> Don't know how he Fair reveals enough. it. What, does he take a shit in his hand and show <laughs> it? <laughs> there you go, look, lots of fibre. Um, and then at five past five, Blue Peter. And I remember watching this because it was Expedition USSR. Oh, Ooh, yes. Remember when they yes. all went? They had mud baths and stuff. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah, the tip yeah. of Mark Curry's penis. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that Janet Ellis and a little leotard going in the mud? Yeah. Because that was very formative. Oh, there you go. <laughs> formative yeah. years, formative uh, years. Listeners, yeah. there and will be more Janet Ellis. Oh, yes, there, uh, oh, there will, up. yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, she'll be making an apology at a milk bottle tops. Um, <laughs> now, it says here for Expedition USSR, will Mark Curry, Karen Keating and Yvette Fielding be allowed to have any fun in Russia? Oh, <laughs> not Janet Ellis then, but yeah. 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 No, she. Yeah. I think I think she came in later, didn't she? Or she was before, or before one of those before, two. Yeah. Um, and then at five thirty-five, the horse of the year show <laughs> with Keith Chegwin. What? Oh what? my God! Was he in no. the nude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God! As if he didn't him. feel inadequate Just enough. <laughs> him in high res, wanking off a bit, pony. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure anyone was ready for that. Oh, Seven p.m. Chegas plays trot. <laughs> Wogan. Hey. Wogan at seven, then followed by 7.35 by Doctor Who, Paradise Towers Part One. There is a What blur. time, sorry? 7.35. 7.35. Yeah, oh, 7.35. Okay. 7.35. Right. It's been graded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the blurb says this, Paradise Towers might be a nice it's place shit. to live now. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for the Kangs, the Caretakers and the Mark Seven Megapodic Cleaners. Oh, Jesus what? Christ. Mm. You read that and you think, nah. I won't watch that. No, nah. I'll watch C-Fax again. I've got it yeah, go, go back to C-Fax. <laughs> go back to tattooing C-Fax on my yeah. arm. 8pm, um, though, everything is safe, because just after Paradise Towers, that nasty taste in your mouth, you're bad. Hi-dee-hi! Yay! Yay! This was a great episode. The staff take April to the cinema to see Bambi <gasps> and find themselves watching a 1940s war film. Yes, I remember that one. <laughs> It's fine, just just walk out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, are they somehow trapped there? I don't understand. <laughs> there you go. And then there's a bit of... And then at ten past ten, film 87, oh. Barry Norman presents a rather scathing review of Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh. That was also the yeah. year he went crazy mad, angry about RoboCop. Oh, oh really? He? Yeah, he was really disgusted by it. Disgusted. Too violent. Yeah, he said it was too violent. Too oh. violent. Mm. Wow. 
Anyway, if you're watching BBC Two, um, mm. from 9.15 to 1.30, it was Daytime on Two, which is a mixture of factual entertainment sort of magazine show and, and education, a sort of lighter version of Open University. Oh, yeah. And it just had a variety of categories for like three hours. So it was just the weirdest stuff they were playing. So it was, uh, there was a segment called Jobs. Jobs and Young People. There's <laughs> that one. And that was followed by Temp Jobs. What oh. are they? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? What is one of um, these temp jobs? And then there was this one. This is amazing. Uh, there's a programme, a segment called Think About It, all one word. Mm. And, and, the, and the topic was, how does a jumble sale work? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea they've gone to one and kind of lifted up the bonnet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. what's going zone. on here? Well, it's full of cardigans and... Um, <laughs> how does it work? Um, and then you had a segment called Crying with Roger Daltrey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Roger Daltrey, and I've always been interested in crying. It's just, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? And then a segment called The Arts. Painting with bacteria... Oh, painting with bacteria. Could have done that in Planet of the Giants. Yes, good lord. And was then bacteria f- a host of the word. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> well, bacteria, you're going to paint for us now, aren't you? <laughs> yes, that's my impression. Of bacteria, I like that. I have no idea nice. if it's genuine or not. Mm. Uh, quarter to three was the collectors. Ooh. George Thompson's been collecting butterflies since childhood. Now in his seventies, his enthusiasm hasn't. Once diminished. <laughs> oh my! Not once. Not when not he's asleep. Fucking once. Has it diminished? Oh God! Go. It's a living and hell. Then, <laughs> that was followed a bit later by a documentary called "A Look at Ireland." Oh. Tonight, Galway hookers. <laughs> oh God! I bet there was a steep uptake to do that one. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to watch this oh. program tonight, Doris. Yeah. Oh, Doris, take the buddy out for a walk. I feel like some factual <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> Doris, can you book us all day to Galway? Fucking now. <laughs> Normally go to the old curve, Brian. No, we're going to Galway. <laughs> um, <laughs> then at 7.30, open road. On the waterfront, local people in Hythe muck about in a floating spectacle of themselves dressed as garden gnomes or queens. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> but listen, there's a lovely palate cleanser. Something decent finally turns up in 1987 on BBC Two because at nine o'clock you get the film The Jerk. Oh, yay! Fantastic. Ain't that lovely? Wonderful. And that's yes. followed. The last program is on at half eleven called Issues. Issues. Mm. Professor Arthur Marwick compares <laughs> the issues of today to the issues of Victorian Britain. <laughs> Different issues, all the same issues. <laughs> issues. Issues. <laughs> anyway. I mean, that's so dry, you could have it with cheese. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. here's something you can have with diphtheria. <laughs> and a trip to fucking any local suicide booth. It's time to talk about... Christ on a bike, why did I choose this paradise? <laughs> why did you choose it? Because um, the last time we all talked about things that we all really liked, so then I decided that we needed to, <laughs> needed to put a stop to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'd already, we'd already tackled um, Happiness Patrol, and I thought, mm. because I always get them confused, I thought yeah. it's time to finally distinguish what's so different. Turns out not fucking much at all. No, not really. It's almost the same plot. A yes. dystopian yeah. society that are fucking 
imbeciles. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how does imbeciles. this operate on a day to day? How how does the economy work? How do they eat, drink? Do they pay bills? Do they get? Does their plumbing work? Because they just wander around going, scaredy cat. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Some of them just go, should we be cannibals today? Why? <laughs> it's just some if, of them if, don't know men exist. So how did they happen? How does it all fucking occur? This thing. What should have happened is this should have been a two-minute episode. The TARDIS appears <laughs> over Paradise Towers. The doors slowly open. McCoy's ass slowly slides out. <laughs> he does a massive 22-minute shit. <laughs> End of Paradise Towers. Well, that's <laughs> what it should have been. We should mention this. This is his first proper oh, yeah. story after this Time of the Rani. Big adventure. I mean, God. Christ on a bike. So we open on a woman <laughs> who's running around and hiding and looking confused and she's wearing yep. yellow. And you think, mm-hmm. oh no, what's happening with her? Cut back to the TARDIS. Mel's looking at a swimming pool in Paradise Towers. <laughs> with the doctor going, it's one of the most impressive get. pools in the universe. And it looks like <laughs> a fucking swimming pool in a local country club it's just <laughs> really that's mm. the most impressive fucking thing it's got plastic lino chairs <laughs> make some fucking effort and make it look sci-fi I make know. it look infinite yeah. do something give it a shimmering look a crystal light do something no it's just a fucking pathé newsreel shot of a fucking swimming pool it makes the one Jesus. at the beginning of um, one of my favourite stories Midnight you know where Donna is, yeah. uh, is by like this and you're like oh yeah that looks amazing I'd love to be there yeah. this is just like oh okay sure that, yeah. that looks like a- I mean you mentioned it earlier with Verrucas that's all I could think of yeah, mm. really tawdry <laughs> 80s swimming pools that Just you had in every leisure centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we cut back to the scared lady who now gets murdered, but we don't see why. She <sighs> just goes, oh, no, oh! And and she's so lucky because she's out. Um, yeah, she <laughs> doesn't have to be in this anymore. Yeah, good on her. Anyway, mm. cut back to the TARDIS, and um, the Doctor's deciding... Uh, Mel is fucking insistent on one thing throughout her mm. entire storyline is, I want a swim, and I will <laughs> fucking murder anyone in my way. Mm. Until I get a fucking swim. No, it doesn't matter what happens to me in the rest of the episode. <laughs> if, I, if cannibals try and eat me, gangs try and kill me, and robots try and kill me, mm. I've got a fucking group on offer and I'm using it. <laughs> it's just insane. The doctor story mentions arc. they had one in the TARDIS. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. canon that there's a swimming pool in the TARDIS. Mm. Yeah, go in there. And it also it won't have a massive fucking yellow plastic shrimp. In <laughs> but doesn't he say he... Took it, took it out to get cleaned or something, or oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, we get a lovely materialization. The TARDIS appears. Paradise mm-hmm. Towers is sort of set up to be this absolutely beautiful sort of um, mm. haven for the rich, and it's got all the facilities in the world. But when they turn up, it's all rats and rubbish in it. Yeah, it's all rats and rubbish. Someone's some reason... high rise, basically. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yeah it's yeah, JG yeah. Ballard's high rise. Yeah. yeah, and then um, they they go for a walk. The doctor, for some reason, doffs his hat to some fly tipping, and you go. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> And then suddenly a dart hits the wall and you think, oh, no, oh, oh my gosh. And it cuts to a member of <laughs> the caretaker Wilson. who looks like <laughs> one of hot gossip on patrol. <laughs> who spends the entire 10 minutes of his episode talking to Chief Controller oh, and yeah. um, going 8.93-94. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. I mean, that's, that's amusing and I'm using that word delicately mm. yeah. once. Yes. yes. Once. Yeah. Once. Not like, oh, you're a slave to the rule book kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. So this caretaker wanders around and he finds a scrap of what looks like the um, la- of the lady's clothes who was a bit scared at the beginning. You don't know who she yeah. is yet, but she's a member of the Yellow Kangs. But don't worry, folks, we never, ever see them again. Mm. No. Nope. <laughs> but don't worry, we've got the Red Kangs and the Blue Kangs that I would systematically... <sighs> 
kill with a fish mm. knife and a toffee hammer <laughs> because five minutes with these fucking arsos is enough to make anyone <laughs> turn into a fucking lunatic. I wanted to kill myself when they said what the names were. Oh, bin what? liner. I'm bin liner. I'm fire, fire escape. escape. I'm pessary. I'm... <laughs> I'm stood on Lego. Ow. I'm just solitary towel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm corkscrew that has not been used for five weeks and is found accidentally behind the Encyclopedia Botanica. <laughs> Christ, you fucking people. Because I think what we're led to understand is that they're not the indigenous people. They arrived somehow on Paradise Town. Well, you don't really know how. Oh, they like left over from when all the Leftovers. men went to war. And then... Something like that. It's, it's very unclear. unclear. And yet they don't a, know a what war men with are. Who? A mm. war with who? Hmm. I yeah, d- it's anyway, very unclear. Yeah. Mm. The Doctor now meets the Red Kangs, yes. and um, the Red Kang leader does some fucking body popping with the Doctor. It's immediately tedious. Uh, yeah. And you just think, oh my God. And the Kangs hate Mel, I'm presuming because they know all about her. Um, I'm, presuming, <laughs> I'm presuming it's just because she's in blue, so they just think she's a blue Kang or something. Yes. I don't fucking know. Meanwhile, Caretaker Hot Gossip's still on patrol. He's mm-hmm. been tailed by a blue Kang, but that's of absolutely zero consequence. Because <laughs> um, suddenly a robot, or possibly a tease maid, or yeah. whatever the <laughs> fucking thing it is, oh. passes by with a yellow Kang leg sticking at the back of it. These things are you're supposed fucking to be embarrassing, aren't they? <laughs> it's an Im- it's an, it's a fucking Stanner stair lift with a corkscrew on it. It's what just I don't understand is they're meant awful. to be cleaners, right? Mm. Yet the, yeah. their two apparatus are a, a sort of a, drill, a, a, a drill and, yeah. and a, a claw. Buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a drill like, and a buzzsaw. They're most ideal tools for cleaning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're only it should be a fucking chamois on the end of a broom <laughs> 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 and a bucket of water. Yeah, do yeah. your job. It would be scary. <laughs> Yeah. It would be scary, wouldn't it? Mm. So, yeah, so, um, uh, oh, yeah, so now we finally cut to whoever's on the end of the uh, uh, caretaker 98341. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, hurrah, it's Richard Bryars, everything's Yay. saved. Is it fuck saved? <laughs> it is not saved at all. I think even I was reading just on uh, some of the notes about it all that um, the mm. producer at the time were telling Bryars to tone it down because mm. it was a bit hammy. Look at what? everyone else in this. <laughs> it's not even an Amdram thing. It is worse than that. It yeah. is. We've mentioned it before, like school assembly sixth form plays. It's mm. it's just the most tedious, right? Scaggy cat, scaggy mm. cat. Sorry, come over here and let me punch you repeatedly into another <laughs> TV show. It's just fucking appalling. Ay, ay, ay. At this stage, I would like to point out that there is a... If, if I watch this on, on BritBox, uh, the Blu-ray right. is coming out. If you want Doctor Who high-rise uh, things and that, <laughs> there is an amazing film on BritBox called Downtime. Uh, right. which is sort of very it's very similar to this but it's just it's it's yeah it's basically Paul McGann um descending uh descending a, a, a tower block and it's very good and it's uh, a lot better that than nice. this yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd what, recommend what it what kind of kang is he Paul? Shaka Kang. A McGann Kang. Because we should mention that they keep saying that Red Kangs are the best Kangs. They are the best Kangs. Oh my God. No, the Blue Kangs and the Men Kangs. Do you know what? In a minute, you're all going to be Brown Kangs in a minute if you don't shut up. 
Jesus Christ. Anyway, caretaker 983 is cornered by robots and murdered, but you don't see it happen because it's not possible to murder someone with just plastic fucking no. spatulas. When you're moving and that slowly. And, when you're moving yeah. that slow and there's fucking snails passing you by. Yeah. I mean, do we think it's just some poor fucker in a wheelchair with that thing put on top of him? <laughs> That's what I'm I thinking. Wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. put it past this society because they, mm. they haven't gone any further than four-year-olds in an infant school. Mm. I mean, how this society has even worked, I don't understand how it works, but there you mm. go. Mel manages to give the Red Kangs a slip and is befriended by two lovely little grannies Aww. who invite them into the house and immediately hide bones. And you think, mm. oh, for the love oh. of fuck. <laughs> and at this point, you think, I am now watching a primary school panto that's been done by someone on ketamine because it's just it just <laughs> makes no... It's just, it's so hard to be invested in any of it immediately. You're just going, this is so, is this now? It's not very, like children's BBC. Yeah. It's just being done like a panto It made me think that maybe because it's Elizabeth Spriggs who is the witch Mm. in Simon and the Witch and maybe this is canon and that she'd eaten Simon. (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, and then you've got you've got Onslow, which is Hyacinth Bouquet's uh, uh, oh, you know, yeah. brother's wife, mm. who, yes. who, who's also here mm. to do anything than rather spend five minutes at Hyacinth. Mm. Yeah, he's <laughs> still really posh, but also a cannibal. Yes, <laughs> and, and Brenda Bruce. Yes, yeah. they're all in there, mm. hamming yeah. it up like fuckery. And, and you just know appalling. Elizabeth Briggs has said, "Give me funny teeth because I can do something with that." Yeah, I could do yes. funny teeth. Yeah, Quite yeah, annoying. Sure. Yes. Mm. So you never um, like believe any of it exists beyond the sort of few no. seconds that you're watching it, do you? you don't no, no, really don't. Exactly. Paul's, really Paul's bang don't. on. It feels like a cheap CITV show. From about yeah, yeah. Fast it feels like it was, it was done as a bet. I'm just mm. expecting yeah. to go gotcha every yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. five minutes. It's just awful. You have to put yourself um, in the mind of Sylvester McCoy though at this point, thinking, "What have I let myself?" Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Does uh, does it get better? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> not really. marginally, marginally. Yeah. It gets more confusing, a lot darker. It gets more confusing. Then it gets a lot worse. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so now, uh, now, so Chief Nine Eight Three is is is, is murdered, um, and and lucky him, because um, the cleaning robot turns up and is about as menacing as one of Enya's farts. It's just, <laughs> it's just awful. Stay away. Yeah. yeah. Back at, Back at Cannibal Granny's house, it, mm-hmm. the acting in this, and also it doesn't help that Bonnie Langford is all, oh, that tea would be lovely. <laughs> it's all just like, what the fuck is going on? Has yeah. no one gone onto the studio floor and gone, can you all just stop it? <laughs> There's no actor giving Do you a, like, a baseline of like, here's what normal people are like in no. this world. Yeah. Everyone Especially is when that it. fucking cunt Pex comes in. <laughs> and suddenly <laughs> the door's knocked down and in comes Pex. Christ Pex. alive. Who hasn't even got one dimension to his character. No. no. He hasn't even got that. Wasn't he, he meant breaks to be played by Arnie down. or something? Wasn't he like originally it was meant to be like a sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger type? Well, that character. makes sense with a name like Pex. Pex. Yes. Yeah. But he's a yeah. weedy little accountant. <laughs> but he talks like this. Oh. So you oh think he's meant to be God. heroic. He's like, yeah. I'm heroic and I'm going to protect you, Mel. I, I looked him <laughs> yeah, up. Right. I looked if him up. He, he's done, he did this and like one other bit of TV yeah. and then went on to be an agent. Good. Oh, fair enough. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
So unbelievable. It'd probably be nice then, just in case we need to uh, call him up in the future. Yeah. So he, he breaks down the door to the to the Resi Granny's house, and they act mm. like he does this on a daily basis. So I don't know where yeah. they're getting this, their spare doors from. Because again, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, this is a society that at one point the doctor gets a, a lemonade out of a out of a fucking vending machine, and they mm. lose their shit. Mm. <laughs> they cannot believe that the magic man has done something like that. And so we have to watch him functioning? open the lemonade. We have to watch him sip the lemonade going, and go. Ah, ah. <laughs> Jesus I mean, Christ. This feels like someone's watched Adventure Time and gone, let's do that, but with 10 quid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so um, uh, Mel goes, oh, I'm going to leave now. and uh, Your door's been broken because of some plot. I have to go yeah. anyway. Bye-bye. And the guy says, oh, do come back because we'd like to eat you. Oh, sorry, did we say eat you? We'd like to... Oh, God. So mm. then Mel wanders around forever now with... Fucking Pex, who's like, Pex. oh, I'm Pex, who bends a lamppost to impress her. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious because as he goes to get it it falls mm. off the wall it falls off <laughs> the wall. Yeah. and then it can't cuts back to the chief uh-huh. caretaker who's now pretty much oh, have you butler <laughs> and is that mark mark's dad from yes. the peep show yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cabbage is christmas yeah yeah, yeah. so he's now, good in this by the way yeah good. Well, i think he's the only one in this that is good He's all he sort right. of escapes with a yeah because they're all a, bit, a shred exactly. of dignity, shred exactly yeah. <laughs> a shred of dignity. So now that you get this, you get what is the worst thing about these episodes is that mm. it's just cut to walking around here for a bit, nothing happening. Cut to here, no. nothing happening. Mm. Cut to the doctor who's finally bought to the chief who who thinks that he might be the great architect. So you mm. finally think, oh, there's some plot happening here. Yeah. Oh no, there isn't. No. Nope. Um, because he goes, oh, that's good. You're the chief architect. Kill him. Mm. And that's the end of that episode. Yeah. Even like, though surely Briars would know he's not the chief architect because he knows I, where the chief architect is. Yeah. Yeah, but does he? Because he's all like, hello, my pet, my little sweet. And, <laughs> and, the, and the chief architect at this point is a tumble dryer with some yeah, neon, yeah. neon eyes going, feed me. Feed and you're like, me. that's the great architect. How did he get to that point? What the fuck is going on here? Because it's looking for bodies or something. Like the great architect he wants for- bodies, but he's been doing it for years because all the cleaning yeah. robots are just killing people in Discriminately, and then Byers must know he's complicit yeah. in this, mm. and yet, what he wants, I, it, I just it doesn't make any sense. The motivations really are very, very screwy in this, aren't they? He's an architect that was prevented from being an architect. We don't really know why. The people decided to make him a, into a machine. I mean, who the fuck read this script? Like Nathan Turner, <laughs> I, I was like, this is good. We'll make this. This Ooh. is fucking. This ace. is a rejection this is- letter. Yeah. This really is. It should be a rejection letter saying, no. Yeah. We don't want to make this. It's terrible. Hi there. I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the cliffhanger to this is, execute him. <laughs> and then it ends with, oh no, don't execute him, I've got something to do. Guard yeah. him, you? And yeah. this happens three times. Briars, I've got you now, great architect. Oh, I'm just going to go and do some admin somewhere. <laughs> three, four, incident. Guard him and don't do anything stupid. These are Now, these are supposed to be the elite caretaker guards. Yes. The best of the best. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the doctor goes, can I have a look at your rule book? And he goes, yes. And he goes, oh, there's a rule here that you've got to stand up, put your hands on your heads and let me escape. And they're like, oh, well, I suppose we better remember. Come on, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is just so fucking tedious and childish. It's I'll tell just you, you a, a fix I would have done, which would have been, I don't know, is that basically, because I think they, they've made so Burn the BBC decisions. to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because the Paradise Towers is awful and clearly it's meant to have gone down to, you know, rack and ruin. Yeah. But yeah. then why do the caretakers care so much when it's clearly shit? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like yeah. to think that the Paradise Towers itself is just mm. a giant section of where the Happiness Patrol is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just another yeah. strata of the society that's folded in on itself to infancy and madness. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And all the doctors should do is just turn up and, as I say, do a 22-minute shit on them from a high <laughs> Well, this would make more sense if there were more than four people in the towers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It feels incredibly empty and like there's no energy in it whatsoever. Wouldn't it be there's better if like nothing. the top of Paradise mm. Towers was still very lush and still yeah. like, like brilliant? Yeah. High rise, you mean? Yes, yeah. And that's, yeah, like high rise. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. where the chief architect lived mm. in opulence yes. and luxury. Yeah. Something like a yeah. sort. But no, you mean he's a like giant a... fucking. He's a giant bread bin going. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like some sort of critique about societal structures and you know mm, p- yes. being poor yeah. and rich no. that would be interesting no no, that's not no we're not that. even going to do that no not even going to do that no jesus <laughs> christ so richard buys like, oh, i'll execute you later chief i've got to go, <laughs> go i go hello hello my little dove pet my 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 little boy feed me oh come on little... what the fuck is all this <laughs> Jesus Christ. The doctor then, because he's escaped by going, you, you mm. guys put your hands on your heads, oh. like Simon fucking says, that is, and then that's runs great, away. That's yeah. embarrassing. Mm. Yeah. Um, runs away. And then suddenly he's been cornered by two cleaner robots who again go at minus four miles oh. an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could out fucking lay them. You could lay on the floor and grow quicker than they can fucking <laughs> catch you. It's like, it's like being mugged by Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> I want your coat, your boots, and yeah. your... Hang on, this is Terminator. Um, unbelievable. So the Doctor... Well like, yeah, go on. What's annoying is be... um, four episodes of Paradise Towers. <laughs> but, like, the Doctor could have been really clever and actually, like, found loopholes in the rule book whereby he could have escaped. Mm. Instead, the Doctor does a clever thing, which is he just lies. Mm. Like, yeah. it's... If he'd actually used the rule book properly, because what they'd have gone, they'd gone, no, that isn't in the rule book, that's stupid. We're not yeah. going to do well, that. Well, tell me what is in the rule, but yeah, get some information off them. Or, yes, no. exactly, and use it against them. Uses it as an opportunity to scarper. Yeah, and then now he ends what you up have in to do is red Kang headquarters. 
Yes. Exactly. Pull your trousers down, bend over, and wait for the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or even more clever, yeah. the doctor showing up for the rule book, so how it is just words. He could have written a rule in the rule book and said, yeah. Ah, but it's in the rule book, so you have to let me go. That would have been more clever, but yeah. no, it's bollocks. It's also, these people nuts. are so stupid. These people are so stupid. They take everything yeah. literally. He could have shoved the rule book up his ass and said, His ass was a library. <laughs> And it just doesn't matter me at this off. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, bends over and shows everyone his heart back. It's just um, that's so fucking simple. How have they yeah. got through a day? This group mm. of people, mm. I don't understand it. So the doctor now ends up with the red kangs and just get a flamethrower and torch the fucking <laughs> lot of them. The, the, how can you spend a minute with these people? You're fucking adults. Behave like adults, you idiots. Sex it's just music. Unbelievable. Sex, sex right. music. Is this the point where we bring up sex music? I'm sex not music. gonna. I'm gonna bring it up. I'm not gonna say which person it was because that's okay. probably not fair. Yeah. No. <clears throat> but one of the red kangs. Yes. <laughs> I should also point out before I get to that yeah. that um, fire escape. Mm-hmm. Is it Fire Escape? Uh, no, Bin Bag. Bin Bag. Bin Bag. Bin Liner. Bin Liner. Bin Liner. Was married to uh, Turlo at the time. Yeah. That's and nice. together they had a little toilet duct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of the Red Kangs, and I won't say which one. Yeah. Uh, I thought I've seen her before in something. Uh-huh. So I looked up her name yeah. on the internet. Yeah. And yeah. the only reference I could find to her was her. On the dark web. On the dark <laughs> web. Was. Her, oh, should I say this? Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Was her YouTube? Yes! was her YouTube right. page, and I had a quick look. Yeah, and uh, she had all she had was playlists, and yeah. one of them was two hours, and it was called Sex Music. <laughs> sex music. Sex music. And as sex, Tom, sex music. As Tom rightly pointed out, two yeah. hours, fair play. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Yeah, well done. Good lord. Oh, Red Kangs um, are the best. Yes, yeah. so Red Kangs um, are the best apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So the doctors with the Kangs, and then um, the um, the guards have been following the Kangs. So the Kangs go, you let you let the bad guards do it. And he goes, no, I'm a friend. Look, and makes and produces lemonade, and they think he's a god. And it's yeah. just that's been laying there for years, and you never once turned it over. What have they been eating? What have they been doing? <laughs> yeah, they've been eating what have the they resumes? been doing? Are they all? I'm surprised they're not just all covered in shit. <laughs> they don't understand what toilets are. They th- how have they survived this long? Yeah. But anyway, cut to Briars going, oh, get you, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> to no one, because he's like, oh, the regulations, three, eight, four, nine, eight, five, Cut to Blue Kangs now, who are doing yeah. some tedious shit. Um, I think they're worshipping litter or something. It just makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah. They're wobbles. And, um, and, and Mel is still going, well, you know, we need to find out what's happening. She actually says the line, what's happening here in Paradise Towers to Pex? <laughs> That's what she actually says. And he just shrugs like, I haven't got a fucking clue. And we've actually <laughs> rehearsed this. <laughs> The doctor is captured again by the by the uh, caretaker who break down the door, and he's taken to chief architect, and he's like, Haha, "This time I'm going to kill you." But again, goes, "Oh, there's a nine eight three four seven situation," and leaves <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Um, and I can't even remember. I can't even remember what the fucking cliffhanger is <laughs> i just I can't remember i mean let's look on the bright side it's not like you know it's not like these these uh, addicted to rules um sort of a very uh, fascistic people it's not like the leader of them has a hitler mustache like they wouldn't no. be that obvious would no. they? not that obvious no no, no. <laughs> unbelievable 
Oh my god! So Briars then tells off the um, the arch um, not the architects, the guards. Hey, let yeah. him escape, you fools! You should have done a nine eight three four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Abandon it, please. Yeah. Mel oh. gets split up from Pex and ends up back. She sees the little old ladies. And she she's like, I wonder oh. at what point the actors realise that like. They, they memorizing the exact numbers that are in the scripts is a fool's errand, and they can just yes, say whatever yeah. the hell so they anything want. Anything you like, because <laughs> yeah, nobody's yeah. checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, even even Ian Levine isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no. not. <laughs> Doesn't care. <laughs> well, he did smash up his telly. Yeah. So, you've got you've got ten minutes now of I'm going to be with the caretakers. I've escaped now. I'm with the Kangs, but I've escaped now. I'm with the Blue Kangs and escaped now. I'm with the Red Kangs and escaped. Two throw, two throw. Mel has split up from the Doctor from the first episode, and she doesn't see him until the fourth episode. No, nope. <laughs> it's just nope. just running around having an independently dull adventure. Oh, with the, dumbest, the dumbest man on earth. Um, she finally has a bit of respite, sits down to have crumpets and tea with the lovely ladies, and she goes, oh, "Thank you very much for having me." And it is literally like watching, just oh my god, it's like tea bag. Yeah, yeah. it was actually yeah, who was better in uh, in Happiness Patrol? Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and she's like, well, I'd better go now. I've had my lovely teddy bear's picnic. Mm. And they're like, I'm afraid you can't go, dear, because we're going to meet you. <laughs> and they put, and they a, put a shawl. Yeah. They put a knitted <laughs> shawl around her yeah. and a toasting yeah. fork. Yeah. And that's yeah. the fucking... <laughs> and then it should have been an apology on the BBC. <laughs> Four fucking days I want Biddy Baxter, even though she's got nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> apologising like she did for Richard Bacon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention possibly the worst bit of all happens before that where the care, where the caretakers are hunting for the doctor because he's yeah. escaped twice mm. now mm. and they're searching for him in what looks like a picture of him that's been drawn on a potty oh yeah <laughs> They're holding yeah. this implement. Yeah, it's not. They can't be asked with a computer screen. Yeah. It's like a sticker of him on a potty. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck? It's hell. just. Yeah. Come on, make a modicum of effort. <laughs> anywhere in this. Mm. This is the point. A modicum of effort is never made with anything. Script. No. <laughs> sets, no, no. Nothing. They just cannot be asked. Anyway, so yeah, so we cut back to Mel. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna eat her. And um, um, what is it? She goes, "Don't eat me." And they go, oh, "Well, Pex comes through the door." Oh, Pex comes yeah. through the door again, does he? So the same thing has happened now. One of them now. get eaten at the sink. They both do. Yeah, one, ba- one the, backs uh... off, and they get dragged into the waste disposal by, I'm presuming, yeah. um, the robot caretakers. I mean, thankfully we don't see it because it would have been. Very unbecoming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last shot is a pair of frilly knickers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just blood and guts. <laughs> we do see later on a harrowing reminder of that mm. image of an old lady spontaneously combusting. Oh yeah, she's got like one foot leg, with a slipper it? sticking yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Slipper. yeah. yeah it's really absolutely. miserable. Yeah. And like, you're like, there's like four me- four residents of Paradise Towers now, aren't there? There's like, they're all dying. Yeah. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, so so yeah. Her name's Tabby, I think. Um, she gets yes. dragged down the waste disposal, mm. which is also impossible due to the size of her exactly. and the size of the waste disposal. Mm. Um, Pex breaks in uh, again, and then yeah. the other lady goes, "Oh, you shouldn't have done. Oh, I'm being dragged in there too. Bye. I'm not in it anymore." Mm. Yeah. Um, that's the end of them. <laughs> yeah. And then you get shots of the cleaner robot. Feed me, I'm hungry hippo. It's just oh, <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Now the caretakers break down the door to the red Kang, the red hand Kang gang, uh, yes. the HQ, um, and they seize the doctor again. 
I mean, I must Mel, say, these uh, are the best scenes because they have Mark's dad from Peep Show in them. And, like, mm, he is the, yeah. I think he's the most watchable. He's the one who's mm. really pitching his performance yeah. between cartoony and real. And I'm like, yes, trying to God find a this. shred of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just trying to find something. Yeah. Mel, meanwhile, finds a map of Paradise Towers. And, they, and there's the most tedious 10 minutes of her and Pex going up a lift. Down the lift. Oh, Down to is, the yeah. basement, the most dangerous place. Sorry, the lift's going up again now. Oh, so that's <laughs> utterly, utterly redundant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And finally gets up to the 304th floor mm-hmm. and gets to see the most beautiful sight that in the known <laughs> universe. <laughs> An eight foot by ten foot fucking pool. That <laughs> looks like it's got shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it really like does. the fucking filters haven't worked in two years. It's just I love the way it's awful. dressed. It's clearly just a swimming pool from a leisure centre. Yeah, and yeah a couple with a palm of, plant. Yeah, but, but palm plants plant. and some metal recliners. It's and just a couple of pillars. Pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Nothing grows. There is a bit of really... jeopardy in it in the lift where the lift Pex kicks the lift and the lift falls and you think, Oh, is that gonna be nope, no, it just slows nope, down and they're fine again. Fine. And he but kicks it again like and it goes off. Nothing the plot than the fact that someone can literally just go, oh, I'm not, uh, the plot's paused now and I'm going to go for a swim. Like, mm, nothing, yeah. nothing undermines the This is the most unbelievable aspect of it, isn't it? Is that mm. Mel now thinks, I'm, well, fuck it, I'm still having a swim. Mm. Yeah. I still want some me time, some leisure time. Well, I guess because, like, when you go, oh, you're going to go for a swim, and she's like, oh, no, because there's, what is happening? So, and she goes for a swim in half of her own clothes. <laughs> yeah. She goes, that's, that's the bathing suit for me. Yes. Half yeah. of my clothes. And then, when, and then gets attacked by a giant fucking Henry Hoover potted shrimp thing. How does she not see most, that? Yeah, which is awful. <laughs> it is it's awful. fucking massive. It's yeah. so big. It looks like a bath toy. Yeah, it it really does, does. It, and it's so ineffectual. It doesn't even mm. touch her. She's screaming and screaming and screaming. Five minutes later, she's she gets out the pool. She's bone dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the purpose of that thing as well? Like the cleaners are meant to be cleaners, but they kill people. What is the crab yellow crab thing meant to be when it's not killing people? I think it's supposed to be a pool cleaner, maybe. But again, with maybe? claws. With oh. claws. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has been built to not do the job. It's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So there's a big sort of male screams. Such a great architect, after all, was he? Really? No, no, well, really. Again, the whole thing of the architect is like this architect's not very nice. Is is he? Not, I don't understand. Let's trap him inside the machine. All right, sure. then. Is he still human then? No, yeah. we've fed his brain waves into it. What? You can't even do up shoelaces, you fucking brain. How did they manage that? Mm. I just don't understand it. And also, what was the architect? Why, why was he so bad? Because he was like, he's a, he was an amazing architect. He designed buildings all around the universe, like, the doctor says. He and then hates he went, the fact that people live in them, which is He hates of, the fact that people live there? Yeah, like, it's sort of a nice idea, almost a nice idea, which is like, oh, an architect who loves buildings and stuff, but hates the idea that people have to exist in the buildings. It's sort of like almost mm. yeah. a, a fun thing, yeah. but it's not really explored in any way. No. No. So you, you cut from Mel having a fight in a pool and Peck's just looking at her like, mm. oh, I don't know. And she's like, give me a gun, <laughs> you prick. And he's like, oh, and then... Mm. Um, and then it cuts to the Red Kang and the Blue Kang meeting and they scream and shout for what seems like two minutes. Yeah. Just... Red Kang and the Blue Kang had a race. race. All the Red wants to do is shut this down. It's just <laughs> oh no, awful. the plot is gone. <laughs> yeah. And you think, oh, maybe Mel struggling in the pool is going to be the cliffhanger. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no, the doctor gets grabbed by one of the cleaners and <gasps> yeah. does some classic... McCoy Gurning. Mm. Doi! 
<laughs> by a pathetic claw that can't even quite go around his neck. It's just so ineffective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. This you can tell it's a golf cart that they've just put some, <laughs> some poor fuckers in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the cliffhanger. The doctor gets grabbed by a pathetic hook. It comes back, and the cleaner just lets him go. Yeah, <laughs> it just enough. lets him go. Like yeah. I'm not going to kill you now for some reason. Like, oh God! He showed him his ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. No. And then you find out that the great architect has actually got a name. He's called. Is it Croagnon? Croagnon. Oh. Croagnon. Mm. And um, he's he's now summoned the chief architect. You know, oh my pet, my little. So he treats him <laughs> like a pet, doesn't he? My little mm. boy. Mm. And then you think, and then the, he goes, "Come here, hungry." And you think, "Oh no, that's the end of Briars." And my God, mm. Briars should have been killed because mm. what happens next is embarrassing to the point of mania. Oh no! He comes out because like Gumby. He comes yeah. out <laughs> covered in silver paint. Go, yeah. yeah, like Mr. Creosote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's not used to being a, in a body now, so he lumbers. It's just so Better get awful. a bucket. I'm gonna be sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry because we put the script in the bucket first. So <laughs> the yellow one. The yellow sort of pool cleaner thing. What I love the fact is that's dispatched by just unloading bullets into it. Like there's nothing yeah. clever. It's just no. like shoot no. the shit out no. of it until it stops mm-hmm. being a threat. No, and not one of them hits Mel, and you're like, mm, this is shame. <laughs> never mind. Even the doctor at this point goes, "We don't know Coragonon's plan," and we're all screaming at the television. Nor do we. No. <laughs> we don't leave know Paradise Towers. Just leave it. Why are you all just... staying here? Unbelievable. Um, and then um, the blue Kang and the red Kang turn up to the top of the floor. Um, they're yes. like, uh, and they're like transfixed, but then they stop being transfixed to taunt Peck. Scared you cat, scared you cat. A place they could have gone at any time, right? Yeah. And if I was Pex, I would have gone, I've got a fucking gun. I will shoot Doesn't it turn out, though, that Pex was like a war coward? It turns out that apparently when these people turned up, yeah, he didn't go to war, so he was a coward, and he's been making up for it ever since by wandering around bending lampposts or something mm. I don't know so yeah he's a bit of a coward he's like waving a white feather but they they don't mock him horribly it's just scared you can't poo breath poo 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 it's just so fucking playground taunts it's just yeah. like fuck off it's just awful um so and then two of the, then the resis turn up to the top floor. Like all, the and two again, remaining resis. Two remaining oh. resis in cardigans and like, you mm. know, they, well, we, <sighs> we've knitted our contact lenses. And, <laughs> and they all decide, and they all decide again, Doctor Who always turns up when the society is just at the peak of revolt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, lucky and, they're like, and they're like, well, we should all get together and stop whatever's happening, even though we don't know what it is at all. Yeah. And they're like, yes. And the, the, the Kangs go, we're not working with blue Kangs. And the blue Kangs are like, we're not working with the Kangs. Mm. And you're all just, oh, you oh, guys are going to learn to get along. <laughs> and, and Pex goes, I'll be a hero for once. And the resis go, I know what we'll do. And they decide they're going to knit, what is it, jumpers or something and throw them over <laughs> the fucking caretaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's their contribution yeah. to what is essentially a war effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, We're it's going weird to knit tablecloths really... and cover it, them. It, <laughs> fucking it hell. There are twenty people in the like combined yeah. with red yeah. kangs. Three hundred and four floors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if they couldn't overthrow uh, the caretakers and everything else, then shame on them, frankly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the doctor now thinks I, I need to I need to finally confront the issue, whatever mm. it is, mm-hmm. and so does a video call to Bryce. <laughs> 
<laughs> and goes, nye, 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 nye. and he's like, I'm going to catch you, Doctor. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, no. Why to what end? This? Yeah. He doesn't even know that he's a Time Lord. Or he's done... It's just... Why? 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 Why, why couldn't the great architect? Why couldn't he have been in a gone into the body of a cleaner? Like he's already a machine. Mm. Mm. Why couldn't he have been what? a cleaner yeah. and then he'd be yes, invulnerable? Yes, exactly. Why does he? He started off as a person. Somehow mm. got put into a machine by mm-hmm. the most idiotic people in the world who don't even know <laughs> what fucking fingers are, and yeah. then <laughs> spends months collecting people. Finally decides on the chief architect, who's helping him by feeding him in the first place, yeah. and goes, "No, I'll finally inhabit his body." Baffling. And then, no why? Because I want to keep this city, but with no one in it. <laughs> well, you're now in it! <laughs> oh, what? God. Just... Um, where are we? Yes, the, the Kangs, Mel, Pex, mm-hmm. and the Rezies decide that enough is enough, and they decide to turn on the ke- on the cleaners. Yeah! They've got <laughs> yeah. a crossbow that goes, pip! <laughs> they've got some tablecloths that they go, ha, 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 ha! <laughs> and it's all—it's just really for the love of God. Mm. Um, yeah. And the doctor decides to set up a booby trap because he's already lured um, Coragnon somehow for some reason best known to him. That mm-hmm. he's rigged up a booby trap, which is just a tripwire down into the Red Kang's headquarters, which will blow up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And even Bry's like, that's a trap. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> and the doctor's like, oh, no. And so Pex mm. finally grows a pair and sacrifices himself by pushing <sighs> himself and Croagnon across the tripwire. Kaboom. Mm. Mm. And we're supposed to yeah. feel sad by this. Pex yeah. is gone. Pex is gone. And then Pex somehow gets sort of celebrated then, doesn't he, as a sort of war hero. And they build some fucking junk. Well, every time someone dies... The, the the Kangs wander around an erection. Yes. <laughs> saying something. Sex music. Yeah. yeah. Doing sex music. And this one, they're walking around saying, Pex, Pex, Pex. Yeah. 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 So Pex is hailed as a sort of honorary Let's Kang. talk about Pex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me. And then, and then, which should have happened, the Kangs go, For you will always be remembered, Doctor, as a red Kang and a blue Kang. Because he's got a, a reversible scarf. scarf that yeah. you should immediately take a long shit on and then set on fire. <laughs> but he never wears it again, so. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. And literally just <laughs> goes throws in the bin. it to the fucking Literally floor. enters the TARDIS, slings it into the bin. <laughs> yeah. Literally, huge pedal bin that he's had there for years. <laughs> full of shit. He's <laughs> got that book from Black Orchid in it it's got got a Polaroid of Tegan who we haven't met yet on the top (laughs) it's just and the Doctor goes back to the TARDIS and again we forgot to mention that the exact same thing happens in Paradise Towers that happens in Paradise Towers it it gets graffitied on and he's like have have you cleaned off the graffiti naughty Kangs cooling the Kang and they go yeah we've done that yeah we also had tins of identical fucking TARDIS coloured paint Uh, and everything's back to normal and you just go why oh why did you ever turn up here and then they get back in the TARDIS and I can't even remember what. Oh yeah, the TARDIS dematerializes, and then there's this utterly uh, pointless piece of redundant graffiti saying "Pex lives." Pex lives. And he you're like, who gives a shit if he does? It's mm. just, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus H. Corbett, that was paradise. You should, what, what should have happened? Really? There? It says "Pex lives," and a dog should have come along and just pissed on it, <laughs> popped its leg, and. <laughs> <laughs> 
But they do a um, uh, they do a partridge, or they change it to uh, sex piss. <laughs> sex cock, music, cock yeah. sex piss music. <laughs> then it ends. Yeah. Wow. Oh my. Wow. Wow. God. I feel now, good in a way. We've exercised the two I'm demons. We, I'm glad we've yes. done it. But listen, I'm sorry. I would rather watch Paradise Towers. I'm sorry, I'd rather watch Happiness, um, Patrol. Happiness Patrol yeah. again and again at the wow. Nuremberg rallies being held by Paul <laughs> Hogan <laughs> than have to watch Paradise Tower again. That it, uh, we, we rightly gave um, Happiness Patrol a good old drubbing. Mm. But yeah. there's more plot in it than there is in this. There yeah. is more plot. Yeah. More satire, certainly. And more yeah. Sa- yeah, I know it's heavy-handed square peg round hole, but mm. this just has nothing redeeming <laughs> about it. No. Ever. It's and like a no really point. rancid fart. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's li- I d- oh, my God. Mm. I, words fail me of how appalling it is. Mm. It's just so bad. What are we going to oh. score it out of? Um, oh, God. Um, I, I, I got to a point where I started writing hate mail to myself <laughs> because I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, should score just... it, should we score it out of the, um, you know, the, the, the thing in the swimming pool. What did you call it, Paul? I did, um, it was just a, like a... No, let's, let's score it 100 plastic potties with Doctor Who's sticking right. on it. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, Paul, you're okay. first. Yeah. Okay. Well, when when I when when we talked about Happiness Patrol, mm. John gave it a zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was kind and gave it a five. Right. And I'm I'm not going to be as kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a one. A one. I, I can't. I won't give it a zero because it's mm. Doctor okay. Who. Yeah. But I hated every slim shit of it <laughs> so much. It made me so upset. It made me yeah. so angry mm. because I can't even say it's saved by some good performances because it's not even saved by that the baddie <laughs> is ill-conceived and doesn't make sense the plot doesn't make sense everyone there is tedious to the point where i would willingly like do chokey i'd willingly go to jail because <laughs> of the the, the the anger i would have taken out on them <laughs> they don't deserve to live any of those people they, don't deserve it. No. they got everything that's coming to them the doctor yep. should have just turned up and went, no, you fucking, you made your fucking bed, you lie in it. The doctor just should goes, have turned up, gone back in time, got Fred Dibner, come back and demolished the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> just put the plunger said, down. Do I have the right? Yes. <laughs> As I said, it should have been a four-parter of an arse sticking at a TARDIS in high orbit and 22-minute episodes of a thin, reedy McCoy fart. And I would have preferred that. It gets... It gets one plastic potty with the sticker of one Sylvester plastic. McCoy's face. On it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, John. Right. Well, I'm pleased in a way. Did it do better than zero? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm pleased in a way because um, the two episodes I always, always, always get mixed up with this and Happiness Patrol. Right. So I'm pleased we've done them so I don't have to think about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're the same. They're the same as well. They are Almost the same. identical. Yeah, in so many similar themes and elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fucking abysmal. I mean, there's nothing about it that's good. So I'm going to give it minus four. Wow. <laughs> 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 now we've introduced a scoring system whereby we can go subterranean. There's Minus no stopping four. us. Wow. Right. Tom, save, save. <laughs> Paradise Towers because at the moment it's on minus four no it's on minus three minus three (laughs) guys I'm going to shock you I don't mind as much Paradise (laughs) 100 
187. What? <laughs> How has this happened? <laughs> I I don't like it is it is bad who. But there I'd say okay. I think Tom, the, Tom, I'm yeah. going to say this. If you give it more than 10, I am yeah. going to go to your father-in-law's <laughs> house and burn your fucking TARDIS. <laughs> Carry on. I should be cautious. Mm. Mm. I think I think the lighting is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are some oh shots God. which are quite That's good. That's like going to Dignitas and going, the, well, the breakfast was lovely. <laughs> I don't know about the dinner, though. I was dead by then. <laughs> I think was good. But like, there are some bits that you're like, oh, that is quite good. And also Mark's dad from uh, from Peep Show, I mm-hmm. think, is, uh, is good at it. Okay, <laughs> keeping within the, the limitations that you have set, I'm going to give Paradise Towers eight. Oh, so that means it gets five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's definitely I'll tell you what, from. It's fucking yeah. lucky to get it. Mm. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, so five... Potties with Sylvester McCoy's yeah. face on it. <laughs> did, our, did our listeners agree, or is are we just going to get a litany of positivity from, that's, uh, from that's, people? Let's dig in and find let's out. Let's find out, shall we, with points of view. Yeah. Bap boop bidi ba. Oh, yeah. Bap boop bidi ba. Tamara Bumdier says, Kang the Kang, yeah, down at Paradise Towers. Let's put on a show here, kids. Could have been two episodes shorter with the amount of plot. Briars is wasted. My son lost count of male screams. He isn't yeah. used or he's drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> um, but, but she's giving it 38. Jesus H. What? Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Coleman says, Paradise Towers, a.k.a. Happiness Patrol, set with 3% more plot. Tim. Yeah. Uh, lesbian cannibals. Uh, obviously evil, helpful robots and pecs going boom are fun. But acting yeah. is Amdram or OTT. Needs yes. Paul Eddington to walk in, suit and tie, <laughs> whiskey in hand, look at Briars, do a double take and then chuckle. <laughs> um, hang on, next one. Uh, Twitter's down at the moment apparently, so it's being a bit slow. It's oh, down. Uh, ben Thomas says, uh, all hail the great architect. There are inexperienced actors in this giving weak performances mm. and experienced actors giving good performances. And then there's Richard Pryor's giving his Gumby off Monty Python having an acid flashback performance. <laughs> All hail. Um, fun fact, Roger Daltrey of The Who was originally considered for the role of Deputy Chief Caretaker. <laughs> Edward he was Hard- too busy crying. <laughs> yeah, he was too busy crying. <laughs> Edward Hardwick, Watson off of TV Sherlock Holmes, was cast, yep. then dropped out due to be replaced by Clive Merrison. Who played, <laughs> he read the script. Yeah, he played Sherlock Holmes in the Radio 4 adaptation. Wow. Um, hang on. Paradise Towers Crinoid Podcast says, Nice of the BBC to give failed Grange Hill auditionees a crack at the Kang parts, <laughs> oh, but cruel to film and broadcast Richard Pryor's having a stroke. <laughs> oh, God. Greg Newport says Paradise Towers the writer wanted someone Arnold Schwarzenegger like as mentioned before Mm. to play Pex as a contrast to his cowardly nature Arnie in Paradise Towers would have been hysterical (laughs) he wouldn't have known what was going on would he Andrew F says if the author if the the author of this is still alive I would like to go round his house knock on the door and just go no (laughs) no and then leave. Stop it. Uh, Andrew F says, Paradise Towers feels like one of those early Pat Mills, John Wagner strips from Doctor Who Weekly, as mm-hmm. with a lot of the 80s stories. So many great ideas, but the production can't do them justice. Mm. Um, <laughs> Bobby Peru says, Paradise Towers, Briars can fuck right off. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Geraldine the Goat would have turned in a better performance. 
<laughs> Michael Fier <laughs> says, mm. Paradise Towers is a bold story that holds back Richard Bryars as a dramatic reveal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky says, Paradise Towers, a story whose plot is based on the fact that Mel wants a swim, where yeah. her previous story was set on the planet of lakes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. In, um, in uh, Time Narani. Time Narani. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hang on. Oh, uh, Color Horizon says, I thought Mr. Ken Shabby and Sylvester McCoy needed time apart after the Happiness Patrol. Yeah, well, we've yeah. done it now. We've, uh, we've had a... We've, sort of, yeah, we've done it. To, yeah. 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 Is that uh, all correspondence? No, there's more. Oh, uh, Chris Gofield says Paradise Towers. The Doctor and Mel appear to... The, sorry, the way it's written. The, the, the Doctor and Mel appear to have landed either backstage of the Robot Wars <laughs> or the set of Nightingales. Bloke playing Pex appears to be basing his character on Pat Sharp. Less yep. said of Richard Bryce, the better. The only peril I felt was Mel shattering my wine glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. God, there's loads about Paradise Towers. Sorry, really? Uh, <laughs> Nick H says, I always have liked Paradise Towers. It's a mm. PG version of High Rise, but it's let down by overlit studio lighting or con- contra- contracting Ooh. with your... Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and the OTT performance of Richard Bryars, but it's still underrated. No. No. Uh, it's not. Also, the people bang on about the uh, the, the the massive performance of Bryars. Hmm. Extended to everything in that. They're all yeah. just so ridiculously over the top. Uh, Jeff Waddle says, there's a few very good ideas behind Paradise Towers. Unfortunately, the ideas were eaten by those two old bats in the flat. And so the script had a hurriedly written, rewritten to include war machines, cousins that nobody speaks about, and a Hitler Amdram cosplay. <laughs> and finally, Nicholas Braff says, Paradise Towers was a good concept executed badly. Could have been good, sadly wasn't. Some bloody awful acting, like the robots. Thank you very much for all your correspondence. Thank you one. so well, much. There you go, boys. We've done it. We've mm. done it now. We've got yeah. those two done. It's finished. We the never have to speak clear. of it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is cleansed. <laughs> We're done. So thank you very much mm. for um, going through it with me. And thank you very much, everyone at home, for listening thank to you. our little podcast. Mm. Do keep on with the correspondence um, mm. uh, at Weezing Groaning. Uh, mm-hmm. Any art we also love. Mm. Any, I mean, if you just want to just draw a pile of dead Kangs, please. <laughs> Just, just draw everyone involved dead for me. Oh yeah, no. I should I should thank Michael Fuhrer, who's been doing yeah, some lovely yeah. little drawings. Oh, they're brilliant! Oh, lovely, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah. brilliant. So yeah, keep mm. them coming. Yes, yeah. please. Mm. And, and, and um, mm. yeah, we'll be back uh, with a uh, with a third, mm. and then yep. after that, we will reveal the next themed um, wheezing groaning. So until then, keep on wheezing, keep on groaning. It's goodbye for me, poor Yellow Kang Litchfield. Uh, it's goodbye for me, John Red Kang Rain. It's goodbye from me, uh, Tom, uh, section, well, section four. Uh, <laughs> Neenan, until next time, Pex lives! Pex, Pex lives! lives.
I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft World. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.